Hi, I'm Danielle, and this is Chatter Out Loud, a podcast where I share thoughts and TV commentary, starting with one of my favorite shows, Big Brother. In this episode, I'm chatting about Celebrity Big Brother, Season 3, Episode 7, and we're back with the power of veto and an eviction. So tonight, the show picks up after Carson and Cynthia were nominated by Misha, who won her second HOH. Of course, by her winning a second HOH, it's putting a bigger target on her back. Um, In the diary room session that they aired, Carson jokes that everyone has to learn how to bake and cook. Oh, no, that wasn't a diary room session. He actually said that to the house guests um, shortly after the ceremony. He joked, everyone better learn how to bake and cook, you know, because that was he was implying that he may be going home soon since he's on the block. (laughs) Um, Todrick is still being messy. Um, On one hand, he's aligned with Misha in an alliance. Uh, even though he keeps planting seeds in Misha's head, right? Because he planted that seed in her head to get uh, Carson out, saying he's a target, he's a threat. And he really wasn't, not to Misha. Um, (laughs) So uh, that was clever of Todrick. Um, But he does talk out of both sides of his mouth, right? He talks to the other house guests and tries to distance himself a little bit by saying things like this. Um, These are Misha's decisions. I wouldn't have made the same choice. And then he says other things like, I couldn't change Misha's mind if I wanted to, um, which I don't think is true, to be honest. But but it's all a game. We get it. We see you, Todrick. I'm glad that they showed a fun side of Todd Bridges. Um, you know, when he was at the door, he was getting ready to walk into the room. Shana was walking out and he pretended uh, to be hurt by making Shana believe she hit him in the face with the door. You know? So that showed, like, everybody laughed and stuff. So that they tried to show a fun side. And I think they did that intentionally because of some of the things we saw um, on the live feeds over the past couple of days, along with what happened in tonight's episode. But we'll talk about that later. All right. NSYNC Chris came up with this brilliant plan to sacrifice himself with the intention of flipping the house. The plan was for uh, Shayna to win POV and take Carson down, even if uh, sync Chris went up and gets evicted, the numbers will be on the side of Carson, Cynthia, and Shayna. <laughs> now, this is where I see elements of the regular Big Brother game cross over into Celebrity Big Brother. It was a dumb move. <laughs> it just was. And the whole, I'm playing with integrity and an honest game, and I can't lie, I just... I really find it disingenuous. Yeah, I just do. Maybe some of the people in the house, or when we hear that, even on the other, the regular version of Big Brother, some of them may think they mean that. <clears throat> but it's just so, it's not true, you guys. It's just, <laughs> it's like a defense mechanism when they begin to lose the game or feel like they're they're losing their game because that's the only time we hear it I mean some of them say when they get in the house and I'm gonna play and stuff but but to me I often see when people talk about all this integrity and playing an honest game they can't lie is when they feel their game is slipping you know (laughs) they get ready to lose and it's just so disingenuous I don't know okay so as fans, we found or we received confirmation of SNL Chris's departure 
right? If you remember, he didn't stick around during the results of the last HOH competition because they said he didn't feel well. Well, they showed him walking around the house looking sad and he really looked like he was struggling to be there. Um, They called Misha into the diary room to get an envelope. She came back out and made the announcement and basically they announced that he had left the game. Uh, he did leave them a video message to say goodbye, or and he addressed each of the, the house guests. And it was mostly compliments, but he did throw a dig at uh, Todd Bridges again about his snoring. And Todd Bridges wasn't feeling it. He made a face, and I loved it. I, I just... Todd Bridges and SNL Chris, um, they... If I were to interpret what I see I feel like they didn't like each other and the fact that SNL Chris kept commenting on Todd Bridges his snoring I mean that would annoy me too yes the man has sleep apnea I mean why are you asking him questions like I don't know I understand that some people couldn't sleep and all that stuff but I don't know they it the way they approached Todd Bridges about his snoring, it wasn't from a place of where it wasn't from a place of being concerned. It was from a place of being uh, not getting sleep in terms of it bothered them. So that's that's how they were approaching it, because it was a problem for them. Not that they were, they were concerned about uh, Todd Bridges. And whether or not he could stop breathing in the middle of the night. You know what I mean? That's not what their concern was. Their concern was he was waking them up with the snoring. You know? And so, I just, I didn't like it. And all these, like, lovely things I see online. And, oh, SNL Chris or Chris Kattan, he he was a lovely person. He's a comedian. He's such a good guy and so, so sweet. Like, But in those moments where I saw him and the whole snoring thing with Todd Bridges, I didn't like it. You know? I just didn't. <laughs> All right, where am I? Uh, so he announced that he left. He's gone. Um, and as you can imagine, there's no love lost between Todd Bridges and SNL Chris. Although he plans to meet him and his family, I guess, outside the house. <laughs> I think that's a Hollywood thing that he's that, that Hollywood people say, I guess. Um, I don't see them having uh, lunch. I, I just don't. Okay, so in my last episode, I shared that I thought SNL Chris exiting the game uh, would have an impact on Misha's HOH. Remember, SNL Chris was Misha's backup or was SNL sorry <laughs> SNL Chris was Misha's backup plan if they couldn't get Carson out right so for if whatever reason if for whatever reason Carson came off the block they were going to put SNL Chris up and send him home now that he's exited the game he's not there so now what right and we'll talk about that a little later so they refocus to play the power of veto. They start by picking the veto players. Um, Misha's chip picked Shayna. Cynthia's chip was a house guest choice, and she uh, picked Lamar. And Carson's uh, picked Todrick's chip. <laughs> it's like so sorry. Like okay. so, the veto players are Misha, Shayna, Cynthia, Lamar, Carson, 
and target, right? One, two, three, four, five, six. Yep. And sidebar, Carson makes this season so fun to watch. The diary room sessions that he has, they are everything to me. And I love it. As a Big Brother fan, I am loving it. He was a good um, pick for the cast. And uh, yeah, I'm happy with that. All right. So the POV competition, it was called Reindeer Academy. It's another physical competition along with building um, a puzzle. Well, it wasn't a puzzle. You had to just stack um, snowflakes. So they have to ride the reindeer, rock it back and forth 20 times to get 90 seconds of time. And then they go run to build their blocks. So you try to build the snowflake as high as you can, like, you know, different levels. And you have to go back to the reindeer before the 90 seconds, excuse me, before the 90 seconds run out. Um, you have to rock for another 20 reps to get another 90 seconds, right? So they rock for 20, they rock back and forth 20 times, 90 seconds. What is going on? Let me start again. All right. They rock the reindeer back and forth 20 times, 90 seconds go on the clock. In that 90 seconds, they have to run back to their station take all of the snowflakes, start building the snowflakes, standing them up, and try to get as high as a level as they can, as many snowflakes as they can um, built before that 90 seconds runs out. The sooner they get to 90 seconds, they run back to the reindeer again, rock back, 20, uh, rock back and forth 20 reps, get another 90 seconds, and they continue to do that until they ha they're happy with how high of a stack they have in terms of the snowflakes, right? If at any time they let the 90 seconds run out, they're eliminated from the game. So the, the goal is to stack the most snowflakes in the best time. That's who would win. All right. So Cynthia, I mean, they go through the whole thing. Cynthia winds up locking in at nine snowflakes. I want to comment on this, but then I'm like, why? Um, her reasoning for doing this was because she was banking on the others to either run out of time or have their snowflakes fall. But it was only nine snowflakes and they weren't even touching each other. Like each, she had three different rows. They weren't even, okay. I don't want to even get all involved in that, but Cynthia clocked in at nine snowflakes. And then Shayna winds up winning winning um she won the pov she locked in with 22 snowflakes all right we also saw misha attempt to make a deal with Shayna during the pov competi competition it wasn't even announced yet they were still playing and misha approached Shayna because she thought Shayna was gonna uh gonna win because she clocked in with the 22 snowflakes right so she approached Shayna and said if she won pov would she use it and I found that interesting um, because Misha is operating from a space where she thinks she has power. <laughs> and yes, she's the HOH, but she doesn't have power or control over the, the power of veto. And she's trying to get like she's trying to manage it like she's in control and she has power. I found that very, very interesting and very telling about Miss Misha. But her blind spot is getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And it's evident she just doesn't know what she's doing. She just doesn't. Uh, Misha believes in the team, the quote unquote team. 
but she isn't fully aware of the, her players, right? In order to have a team, don't you? Well, you can have a team, but in order for the team to to work together and be efficient, you know, don't you have to know the players? Like, I feel like she doesn't know the players. She she is assuming that all these people are in alignment with her, but she has no idea what's going on. It's just so painful to watch at times. Um, but you know who does know what he's doing? Todrick. <laughs> he plants seeds in that girl's head. And I think he knows enough to advance his game. But does he know enough to win the game? If that makes sense. Um, he's not making friends with the other house guests. Not necessarily. And like I said, I think I've said it a few times. Online, people do not like Todrick. <laughs> I like them still. All right. The comp made me chuckle, especially when they first started. Um, the way they all looked rocking back and forth was hilarious to me. Um, they are they were really competing. And that I like that part. But it just was a funny look on the horse. and I mean, on the horse, on the reindeer and rocking back and forth. They were serious about it. I'm telling you. Um, let's see. In the moment of NSYNC, Chris and me are moving forward. Okay, so... Uh, Shayna won the POV. All right. In the moment of NSYNC Chris and Misha's conversation in the sauna room, all he had to do was lie and and tell Misha, yes, I will vote out Carson. (laughs) But this whole integrity thing and playing an honest game, it's just BS to me, you guys. It's a game filled with deceit. You try to outsmart other players. Um, Even Julie tonight said in the exit interview, um, don't you know you can bounce checks? <laughs> oh my God. Okay. We all know like this isn't real life. It's a game. I mean, it's not like the escape room, you know, no one's going to die. The escape room, the movie. Um, if you watch that, you know, it, it, people die in that movie <laughs> trying to play the game. And, you know, that's the consequence if you don't do a certain thing, you wind up dying. This is not that. And I just don't, I just don't understand the whole, I I just don't understand. And maybe I will never understand unless I'm a house guest. Um, At least that's what former players will say, right? Anytime they try to defend their behavior in the house, they always write it off. You don't understand because you're not in the house, right? (laughs) Okay. I just don't understand. All right. Um... It's okay to lie in the big brother game, right? Outsmart your opponent, get the upper hand. It's okay. People are not dying in the game. All right. Shayna used the veto on Carson. Um, It definitely irked Misha. Uh, She put up NSYNC Chris. Yeah, and Shayna using the veto blind. Well, Misha said she felt blindsided by Shayna using the veto on Carson, right? And prior, during that POV competition, the whole purpose of her talking with Shayna was just to try to get Shayna to do nothing with the veto. It just was so interesting. Anyway, Shayna's Shayna's playing the game too. And she says, I'm going to tell her whatever I want or whatever she needs to hear, but I'm doing what I want. And she sure did. She planned with Cynthia and Carson (laughs) and and St. Chris. They all had that plan. Shayna used that veto on Carson. It definitely irked me, Misha. Um, and Misha wound up putting up in St. Chris. 
And if you don't watch the live feeds, you may not have context and context in why he ended up there. They showed a little bit about it on the episode, but the Reader's Digest version is that Todrick and Misha were in a conversation discussing options to replace a nominee if Carson or Cynthia is pulled down. Remember, they had to replan, uh, regroup and re, uh, plan, have another plan because now SNL Chris is gone because that was their backup plan. So they were having a conversation. At the same time, Todrick Oh, well, during that conversation, Todrick, Todrick planted another seed of doubt by telling Misha how Ensign Chris is acting differently and he's blaming Todrick for something. And basically, Ensign Chris can't be trusted. And so he's just talking and talking and he talks a lot to Misha. And during his conversation, planting seeds, that's what he does best. So Misha said she would just straight up go ask Ensign Chris if he'll vote Carson out and if he remained, if, if Carson remained on the block. So Misha said, okay, I know how to solve this and see if he's loyal to me. I'm going to ask him straight up. If Carson is still on the block, will you vote him out? And if he didn't give her a straight yes, or if he hesitated to her, that proved that he was um, not, he was no longer trustworthy. And so as a result of that, she was going to put him on the block. And as we saw, he hesitated when she asked her that question in the sauna. And he said he didn't want to lie to her and she just put him up. So that was the decision she made. So she put her own alliance member up (laughs) thinking that he can't be trusted when I think there's an element of that because he was playing both sides of the house. But I think Todrick really helped, uh, He really, um, what is the word? I think he may have instigated a little bit, right? All right. So, uh, after the POV ceremony, Misha is clearly upset. She's crying. She felt blindsided by Shayna using the veto. And in that moment, I saw that Misha, she really doesn't know the game. (laughs) Not really, right? She thinks it's just comps and going head to head. And she trusts people who aren't a part of her line. Well, she's trusting people who aren't a part of her alliance, right? She's going up to Shane and saying, hey, don't do this. Don't do that. Will you, if I make a deal, will you do that? Will you honor this? Like she, they don't have to promise you anything. And why would you like, I, I can't even believe she has the audacity to think that they would entertain a deal with her. Like <laughs> it's just, it cracks me up anyway. Um, I'm just convinced she really doesn't know the game of big brother. She knows the game of competition, right? But she doesn't know the game of big brother. And and there's a difference there. Um, in my head, in my opinion. Okay. All right. What else? I don't want to keep going on. Okay. They shared news from the outside, right? Because they are, have, they have no access to their phones or any, anyone from the outside. Remember they're isolated in this house for the, uh, well, I was going to say 90 days, but it's 30 in this case. So 28, something like that. And so part of what they do every season, they share some news from the outside. So they were sharing something about the Super Bowl. A couple of people do really care. No. All right. We saw how Cynthia and Todd, oh, this is a good one because this was trending. Um, everybody, well, not, well, I'm not going to say everyone, but this was definitely a trending topic. I saw a lot of people with their videos 
commenting on this. But they air in tonight's episode, they aired how the Cynthia and Todd fight started. And if you watch the live feeds, we saw the outburst and we sh- uh, saw shortly afterwards what happened. But we didn't see how it started. Well, all right. So first, watching the live feeds and hearing Todd Bridges say, F you, to Cynthia like that and yelling at her. That was a lot for me. I felt very uncomfortable watching it. And I didn't like it. Without seeing how it started, my initial thoughts were 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 this. Um, my initial thoughts were like this wasn't a good look for Todd Bridges, and a lot of people had a lot to say about him online. And to be fair, um, their reactions were from watching the unedited version <laughs> uh, of what we saw tonight aired on CBS. Right? Because if you see those live feeds, it just he was like, "F you, f you." It just was. It wasn't a good look. Now, after seeing how it started, coupled with the live feed videos, right, of him cursing her out, I still think it wasn't a good look. At the same time, I think Cynthia is culpable too. Yep. First, let's look at her argument, right? In essence, she said to Todd Bridges, I hold true to my word. That's why I voted you out. It wasn't personal. It's just who I was aligned with. And then she told him, go ahead and honor your word. If that takes me out, oh, well. In essence, that was her that was her um, point of view, right? That's where she stood. When Todd Bridges began his point of view, he simply said, I'm still working it out in my head. And at that moment, I felt like she didn't even acknowledge that, right? Because he was truthful. He said, I'm still working it out of my head. He knows that holding a grudge (laughs) because she didn't vote for him and she voted Teddy out. He knows exactly what she's saying in terms of she was aligned with Teddy. She gave her her word. So that's what she followed through with. And he understands that. And he said, I'm still working it out. He was holding a grudge. Yes. Now, holding a grudge did not stop him from continuing a, a developing a relationship with her, right? Because they shared recipes. They cooked together. She ate his ribs. I mean, they were talking. So he held a grudge. Yes, he was keeping that in the back of his mind, right? But they still continued to develop a relationship. And I felt like she didn't acknowledge him when he said, I'm still working it out in my head. Right, because that was his response. But by the time, <laughs> it's, it's really not funny. Um, it's, it's not. By the time, um, all of the, by the time he got to that point where he said he's still working out in his head, Lamar had already started with his shenanigans, which, by the way, I felt were so childish, and and I felt like Lamar instigated the whole thing. Um, he hyped Cynthia up to be bold. That's not what we're going to do. That's not what we're going to do. Like, I think he instigated it. I didn't think she made sense. And I watched it a few times trying to find validity in her argument. Like, I didn't feel like she had a um, a clear point of view in terms of why she felt like she needed to go off on him. Right? 
And dare I say, her comfort level in the way she spoke to Todd, that was a little much for me too. I mean, he wasn't speaking to her that way, at least not at that time, <laughs> okay? Clearly, I felt like Cynthia was emotional, which is why she just had to go back into the kitchen. Uh, maybe it was her feelings. Because remember, like I said earlier, she and Todd Bridges were friends. I mean, they were sharing different, like they were sharing their recipes. They were cooking, like they were doing a lot of things together. They were friends and they were talking in the house. So maybe her feelings were hurt because he was holding that grudge from that vote. Um, but Todd Bridges first, first banging on that table and then getting up and walking up to her like that. That was aggressive, and let's not pretend it wasn't. It was, it was wrong, it wasn't a good look. And he should reflect on that and do better. That That's how I feel. And what's even more upsetting about this whole thing is that both of them have lived experiences with, like, physical altercations. I think I should say allegedly. Even though Todd Bridges has stuff documented in his book, and um, have you seen The Real Housewives of Atlanta? I mean, come on. They both know how things can escalate. And just, it just wasn't a good look to me. Um, and Lamar with the clapping and the commenting and the walking back and forth, that was all unnecessary. And it was just childish to me. Um, he instigated it. and He's wrong too. And, um, oh, there was another thing that really irked me. I thought Todd could have left out the hood rat comment just based on principle. I mean, he didn't even try to protect. Like, it, it, we just have to do better. <laughs> so, what am I saying? Um, the whole thing wasn't a good look. By the way, I, after all of that, right, and all these comments and all these opinions that people have online and all this, um, Cynthia and Todd Bridges are fine in the house. So if she's fine, I'll be fine. Um, but I just don't want to pretend that what the way he banged on that table and walked over to her, that was aggression. Uh, and there's no tiptoeing around that. That was a real thing. Um, and he has to do better. It just, you just, it wasn't right. Lamar wasn't right with the clap and he instigated it. And she wasn't right either. The way she spoke to him. Um, and just coming back into the kitchen, like what was her purpose? It just, there wasn't a whole train of thought to me there, right? What was she trying to tell him? You do you. Okay. I, I told you I'm doing me. <laughs> like we ain't going to do like, it just was, I didn't like it. All right. So I don't want to harp on that any further. That's what I think. All right. Um, Todrick gave a shout out to Derek F. Remember, he was the delusional Derek in uh, Big Brother 23, right? So the way he gave Derek F. Uh, a shout out with um, the way he voted, he said, I evote, I sadly evote um, Chris Kirkpatrick. <laughs> yeah, because remember um, Derek F. The whole time he was like, I sadly evote like he couldn't do, I sadly, what am I trying to say? Oh, I'm getting tired. All right. So, um, 
Tadra gave a shout out to Derek F by voting the same way that Derek F did. And Derek F is from Big Brother 23. And he kept saying, evote, evote, evote. It just was a thing that was happening. Um, okay. Despite what anybody says, I think Todrick is just, um, I don't know. I like him. He's playing the game. So he, he he's playing the game. I just hope he does something from the social aspect uh, just to win jury votes. <laughs> um, but I don't know. He talks a lot. All right. In, in St. Chris um, is voted out of the game by a unanimous vote. That wasn't a surprise, although he felt like in his exit interview with Julie, he thought he may have had Shayna's vote, right? But she voted like the rest of the house. And I thought that was smart of her because now she can be consistent in her stance. I'm voting with the house. Remember, she voted Teddy out. And her reasoning was, well, I'm voting with the house, right? I don't want to put a target on my back. Even if I did vote for Teddy... It would be a tie and Misha would vote Teddy out anyway. Remember she said that? So she just voted in St. Chris out too. <laughs> Shayna. All right. Uh, I think in St. Chris had a great exit interview. He was positive. He loved how he played. He had a good time. Um, he's happy he shook up the house and he had fun. All right. I think he played well. Not well enough to win, but because, you know, they voted him out, but... I think where he messed up is because he got so overwhelmed during his HOH. It was too many people coming up to him. him. It was too much information he was trying to absorb. He was thinking too much, like overthinking. I think he just got overwhelmed by the HOH. And um, it just messed up his whole game. Because he was sitting pretty. He was in in the middle. And I don't, it just, and, and his fanning out over Misha. I really think that affected him too. He wanted to be close to Misha, Misha and Todrick is, right? And he even admitted, like the first time he watched Misha work out in the workout room, he even admitted he was fanning out a little bit. You know, as soon as Misha walked in the door, he knew exactly who she was. So he was a fan. And it just broke his heart that Todrick, um, was so close to her. <laughs> so I think that affected him too. All right. The next HOH competition is that famous wall, you know, when they on the wall and it leans and it sprays things on them and stuff like that. So while I work on uploading this episode, I'm doing now, um, the competition is going on. I'll watch the feeds to see how it plays out and come back after they air the next episode on Sunday. Right. So as if we need to be reminded, Misha and Todrick are a duo in the game. Misha and Todd Bridges are aligned in that Todd Bridges is rocking with Misha. Carson and Cynthia are, are a duo in the game. Shayna, Carson, and Cynthia are aligned. Lamar and Todd Bridges are a duo, sort of. Um, they talk a lot of games to, together. And in Misha's mind, Misha, Todrick, Todd Bridges and Lamar are aligned. But um, like I said, Misha, uh, I think she just doesn't know what's going on around her. And it's um, it's going to get her out of the game. All right. The game is still good to me, you guys. What do you think? One thing I, I was thinking about earlier, I'm kind of happy I no longer have to say NSYNC Chris or SNL Chris, right? It just seemed like that was a mouthful. (laughs) 
All right, so let me just share a few things I um, learned on the live feeds. Let me get my paper here. All right, and I don't necessarily give spoilers, just information I think is pertinent to the game. That may change. And if it does, I'll make sure I'll label the episode accordingly, right? And I'll keep it a separate episode. Um, and I'll have spoilers in the title. Um, so, but we'll have to see. I feel like the rhythm I have going on now during the celeb- celebrity Big Brother season, I think is working because I'm keeping up with that with the recaps, right? I'm so proud of myself, you know? Every, after every episode, I I look over a few notes and I... I record. I'm so proud that I'm keeping up with it. I'm tired as I don't know what, but this is hard. You know, I think I said this in the third episode, but this is, this is a task. I mean, you have to record, you have to edit, you know, and this is during the week. And, you know, I have a family, I have a husband, I have a kid uh, and I have a dog, (laughs) have a job, you know, so it's just a lot. I'm not complaining. It's just a lot. So I'm doing my best. I hope it's appreciated. And thank you so much for for listening. I appreciate it. But I'm going to still work out that spoiler thing. I feel like I want to do it. Um, but that just, that's more time I have to dedicate in, in a separate episode anyway. But I'm going to work it out. All right. And if not for Celebrity Big Brother season, maybe in the regular season. Okay. All right. So the things from the live feed. All right. The one thing that cracked me up is Lamar didn't know that DRs are aired on TV. (laughs) Uh, Not everything, but they use content from the diary rooms in the episode. And he didn't know that. And the fact that he wondered why. I mean, one time I heard him say, well, that's probably why they were asking me questions about the same thing. (laughs) Lamar cracks me up. It's just so funny. Um, Another thing is when Lamar made a reference to playing pity pat with Todd Bridges. That gave me a little taste of home in my own community. Um, I'm a firm believer that representation is important. And so I'm happy Lamar, Todd Bridges, Cynthia, and Todrick are all in the house representing a little taste of home. All right. So I thought it was important to say that. Uh, In St. Chris, he calls Cynthia Miss Cynthia. You know, I saw that all over the live feeds. Um, Maybe we saw it in the episode or two that aired. I don't know. But. He calls Cynthia Miss Cynthia. I don't know why that bothers me, really. Or even if it should. But why does he do that? I mean, he's 50. And I think Cynthia is like 53, 54. So they're they're almost the same age. And he didn't address Shayna, Teddy, Mariah, or Misha by Miss. Maybe it's a form of respect. I don't know. All right. Um, <clears throat> oh, I saw this in one of the chat rooms um, when I was watching the live feed. People are saying Misha resembles Rachel Riley. Remember her? Floaters grab a life vest. <laughs> and I guess it's because of the red hair. Yeah, I guess. Um, let's see. Oh, this wasn't on the... Well, I did see this on the live feed once. But did anyone notice that mannequin with the ski clothes on? Um, tonight, it was sitting next to Shayna. On the on, uh, on the episode that aired, the mannequin was sitting with his legs crossed right next to Shayna. To the right of... Or to the left from our view, but to Shayna's right. 
Um, and I remember seeing it earlier on the episode and or on the live feeds. Um, and I wonder if that will have anything to do with the game later on. Do you guys know? And if you do know, or I'm, if I miss something, just leave a comment and um, let me know. You know, share, please. I appreciate that. Um, Todrick has done a lot of talking. <laughs> I don't know why. I, I keep writing that down. He does a lot of talking, especially since the replacement nominee um, all over the live feeds. Right. So as soon as Shayna won the POV and she pulled down Carson, he was starting to work. I mean, he was just working. And honestly, when I see it on the live feeds, I find myself checking the date and timestamp because it, I really feel like um, he's on a loop, right? He just, he talks a lot, just defending and deflecting and uh, defending and talk. It's just, he's done what he could like he says things like, I've done what I could do to protect you. He can't tell Misha what to do. He may have made a different decision than Misha, similar to what I said earlier. Um, then he says, I don't understand why I'm being painted as as this villain. And I've done nothing to be but be honest with you. I have protected you. And he goes on and on and on. And it was a lot, you guys. And while I think he is playing the game, I think he's doing well. Um, I mean, look, initially Misha uh, was targeting Mariah. Todrick got in her ear. The target changed from Mariah to Teddy, right? On Misha's second HOH, Todrick had already planted the seed to get Carson out. Who did Misha nominate? Carson. Todrick is playing the game. Yes, he is. And he's doing pretty good. But as a fan of Big Brother, you and I both know the game ends with the jury. So Todrick has to work to not only stay in the game, but he has to work to win, right? He needs those jury votes. Um, I also wrote that Todrick again confirmed that Misha... Oh, in a, I'm sorry. In a conversation with Misha, Todrick confirmed that, that this one sentence that... Um, Mariah said to Insane Chris was what made him upset and and he and made Insane Chris target Mariah. Todrick said it again. She said this one sentence and then he changed, which shows you or I guess is an example of how he's on the loop. He keeps saying it, right? I'm convinced that that one sentence is Mariah making a comment about him being a backup dancer to Justin Timberlake. It just makes sense. Um, I want to believe it. <laughs> uh, it's a good story to believe, you know, allegedly, allegedly. Okay. Uh, I spent a lot of tr time trying to find where I could um, find the beginning of that fight that we saw in the episode. Um, and of course... They didn't have the camera on in the kitchen, so I never did find it. But I spent a lot of time trying to figure out where did this argument start, you know? So I could have missed out on other things. Um, but I gave my opinion about that fight, right? Um, earlier on. All right, that's all I want to share. I don't want this to be too much longer. It's already long enough. All right, so that's it. On the next episode, we'll see who won the HOH. And who they'll nominate it. Um, I think Todrick needs to win to keep from being um, put on the block. 
or he needs to make a good deal depending upon who wins. So we'll see that. I'm watching it now. They're on the wall. Uh, It would be nice to see Lamar win, right? Because I really feel he would surprise us by his nomination. (laughs) Um, But I said something in the cast reveal, like, I think Lamar is underestimated because Lamar is not a dumb person. He's, he's very smart. He's intelligent. And, uh, I think he has the potential to be under, I think he's underestimated. And cause you keep comments that I hear about Lamar from other house guests is he's all over the place, right? Is this, and he could be all over the place, but I think he knows a little bit more of what's going on and he could be influenced. Yes, but Lamar is not stupid. So I would be surprised. We, we will all, well, no, I think if he were to get the HOH, he would put up Todrick and Misha, <laughs> right? And I think it would shock people because they said he's all over the place. He's, we don't know, you know? And again, Misha thinks that Lamar and is part of the team. <laughs> oh, and she thinks teams work together. And so she wouldn't even see Lamar putting her up on the block, her and Todrick. She wouldn't even see it coming. And it's so funny because Todd Bridges and Misha are getting close and talking. And um, Lamar and Todd, it just Misha doesn't see. She has blind spots and um, she's waking up. Tonight when... When Shayna pulled Carson down, that woke her up. <laughs> all right. Well, I could be wrong about all of this. Who knows? Um, it's a good game. We have to see what's what's going to happen. I'm enjoying it. I hope you are too. Um, so I'll continue to watch the live feeds and I'll go from there. All right, you guys. And that's all I have. So be sure to come back and give me a listen. Give me a follow. Subscribe. Leave me a comment. Leave me a message. You can find me by looking for Chatter Out Loud. I have this podcast. I tweet. I'm on YouTube. So look for Chatter Out Loud and you'll find me. I also have links to where you can find me in the description. So check that out. Yeah. Yep. So my name is Danielle and you're listening to my podcast, Chatter Out Loud. Thank you so much for joining me. I appreciate your support. And that's all I have. Thanks again for listening and I'll talk to you next time.